today on the Scott Thompson Show on AM 900 CHML. We have certainly seen uh, the horrific images coming out of Syria as that civil war continues. Uh, terrifying images of uh, uh, gas attacks that have gone on uh, as a result of the, uh, the Syrian government. Uh, now, of course, this seems to have got uh, the attention of Donald Trump, whereas it was only days ago uh, that Rex Tillerson said um, they're going to let the uh, Syrian people decide the fate of uh, the leadership in that uh, in that country. Now it looks as if uh, Trump is drawing a line in the sand. One, he is criticizing Barack Obama uh, for not doing. Uh, let's bring in Simon Palomar, Research Assistant, Center for International Governance Innovation, and with us now. Hello, Simon. How are you today? I'm well, Scott. How are you? Good. Thanks for taking the time to join us. So did Donald Trump just realize this was going on? Why all of a sudden the change after, obviously, Tillerson and such said, ah, we're going to let this run its course? You know, it's a, it's a very interesting question. Uh, for a while now, Trump had signaled that Americans should expect a break from uh, the previous administration's policy on Syria. There was speculation, you know, during the election that it might that the that a you know, Trump presidency might so might go so far as to work with Bashar al-Assad, for example, to defeat um, ISIS or uh, other extremist groups in Syria. Um, so the announcement last week, I mean, it was very much, you know, it, it was expected in some way, shape, or form that we were going to see a change in policy. Uh, they had telegraphed this; it still didn't make people happy, uh, but. We could have predicted that. This attack um, earlier this week, though, in um, Idlib province in Syria, though, it's not it's not shocking in the sense that we've seen multiple chemical weapons attacks in uh, the Syrian civil war. In 2013, of course, there was a very large-scale attack um, outside of Damascus that may have killed over 1,000 people. We've seen smaller attacks since, uh, portrayed both by government and by um, opposition forces. But this, you know, this, this Idlib province attack, it was um, by far one of the, the most, uh, you know, vile uh, and, you know, hideous events in, in the war so far. You know, it's, and this, is, this has been a, a brutal, bloody war that's victimized a lot of civilians, and this really does rank amongst some of the, you know, some of the worst single events, worst single days in the war. And as much as Donald Trump talked uh, a hard line about changing U.S. policy, there are still a tremendous number of people in the U.S. government who, you know, were uncomfortable with that policy. A number of uh, America's allies, which, you know, for all of Trump's talking about, you know, American allies tend to free ride off the United States, take advantage of it, still needs America's, uh, the United States still needs its allies to work with it on on, uh, challenges like how to, how to get China to change its foreign policy, for example. And I think, you know, ultimately, that was what went on on the administration, is that talking about, you know, letting the Syrians take care of Bashar al-Assad, when that, that's one thing. It's another thing to stick to that policy when it looks like the government is deliberately targeting civilians, when you've got, uh, you know, foreign capitals who are saying, listen, this is, this is not acceptable. And we're not going to go along with you on this policy. And if you want our backing in the future, it, it, I think it just became it, it's a it's a bridge it's a bridge too far even for this um, very unorthodox administration. So, what was, if any, the Russian involvement in this chemical attack and their reaction? 
you know, it's it's too early to say whether or not there was any Russian involvement um, directly in the attack. Now, that being said, what uh, everybody has to remember is that the Russian government and Russian armed forces are one of um, Syria's, the Syrian government's greatest patrons. Russia doesn't provide the same number of soldiers or uh, or uh, um, militiamen that Iran does, for example, for the Syrian government. But what Russia does provide is air cover. They provide air support for uh, um, Syrian troops. And very importantly, Russia provides the Assad government with diplomatic support. So immediately when, when uh, reports of this attack came out, there was an effort um, in that the U.N. Security Council that involved the United States to call for an emergency meeting. Uh, and there's been talk of having, for example, an investigation to see what exactly happened, who used the weapons, what sort of uh, chemical weapon was used. Um, very much like what happened in 2013. Russia, on the Security Council, they have a veto. They're blocking these efforts. So right. it, we wouldn't say that Russia was involved in attacking any direct way, but Russia certainly aids and abets this uh, regime, both in Syria and on the international stage, and allows them, gives them that cover, which allows them to uh, do things like this. Want to hear more? Download the podcast on iTunes or Google Play and listen to The Scott Thompson Show weekdays from noon to 3 on AM 900 CHML.